So we're going to Kiddush. Um, so what I want to talk about tonight is really it's a whole discussion in the first game, the number of halachas, pratim about it, and that is what beverages can one use for Kiddush? As lechatchila, what are less good options, and for this to work, and what doesn't work. So really it's a whole similar shachanaruch. So let's see it together. Uh, so the first point is obviously that Kiddush is meant to be made on wine. Uh, the wine doesn't have to be dafka, wine with a high alcohol content. But some Paskan that anything which is got to dinner very pragefin is uh, is good for Kiddush. Uh, and that's what the Gemara says. It's not Kiddush. The Gemara says Yain Megita, which means freshly squeezed wine, and the gut is the press. And as soon as it's been squeezed, so it's with fresh grape juice, a person can make Kiddush. And other Gemara says a person can be seichet eshkol shalanavim. A person can squeeze a bunch of grapes. Obviously before Shabbos, and then use it for Kiddush. So wine doesn't have to be something which is high in alcohol content. Also, this is an important point: uh, the wine for Kiddush doesn't have to be wine which could be used on the mizbeach for Nusachim, because wine which could be used for Nusachim had to be wine which had been at least 40 days matured, and it had to be it couldn't be sweet wine. Um, whereas Kiddush, a person can use grape juice, a person can use sweet. We don't find that there's a din that the, that uh, the Kiddush wine had to be wine. Which would be used for Sakhim, it's kosher without that, as the first in the Gemara and the Shachanach as well. Nevertheless, it is brought down, it is brought down in the Primogadim that because there is a Malin wine, uh, because there's a Malin wine that is 40 days old, so then Mitzvah and Mubchah's Lashon is that a person should use wine rather than grapes for Kiddush, and if already, then use a dry wine, which would be something which would go to the Sakhim. It's not a halach, it's considered a khumra. And now that, and that the people who see this often ask that. Is it a khumra or a hidur? It's an extra hidur, but the people see this often ask uh, if that's the case, should they, if they don't like dry wine, they prefer sweeter wine or they prefer grapes altogether. So then should they push themselves to drink a dry wine which they don't appreciate as much? Or the other question which is often asked, and that is the person wants to give out some of the wine to their family, to their children. And uh, the children like grape juice, the children don't like dry wine. So how, how important is this to try and be machmer on, uh, on a wine or older wine, whatever it's for Kiddush? So it's like this. For a person who actually appreciates wine, so they know some of the mitzvah, to do a mitzvah something that they enjoy more. As far as the, what to do with their children who also want to drink for Kiddush, we already saw last time that there's a very simple answer. A person can fill a second container with grape juice. As long as he pours a little bit of the coast into the other container, so then it becomes, has a dinner of a kais bracha. And then we can add a little bit of his wine to the container of grape juice and distribute the grape juice. So that wouldn't be a problem, that's what he wants to do. But it's only if a person himself prefers, if a person himself prefers the wine. If a person himself doesn't like wine, he likes grape juice more, or wine gives him a headache, whatever the case is. So we don't find that a person is to push himself to drink wine. In Lera Seda, it's more, there's more of an Indian to drink wine, because Lera Seda, there's an Indian of chayrus, of feeling importance. And the amount of wine has a certain level of hashivas to it, a feeling of importance, a feeling of um, royalty, as opposed to grape juice. But in the Shabbos we don't find that, and therefore if a person, uh, grape juice agrees with him more, or he prefers it, he, he, he doesn't have to, there's no Indian. We find that a person is going to push himself to drink wine. That's as far as, um, that's as far as the options of grape juice and wine. Um, now, the next point is that there were those who were machmir, and that they held that in order for something to be a lachiki called grape juice, it can't be diluted. It can't be diluted. Because even wine, we find that it was only the strong wines that they had in the time of the Gemara that they, were, that they used to dilute. 
a wine which is over-diluted might be suffering if it's a goffin, and that's why there were those who held that grape juice, if it's going to be diluted, um, is going to be put into a question um, if, it's, if it's good enough for a goffin or good enough for Kiddush. Um, so the man said it's kimat, every grape juice has a little bit of water added to it because they have to stabilize the sugars. So basically, if I wanted to taste the same, basically, depending how sweet the grapes are, is how much water they have to add to balance that. But uh, that's a very little amount, so most time, most persons don't have a problem with that. The problem is what they have, what they call like low-sugar grape juices. And like Caleb, for example, or some other companies also make a low-sugar grape juice. And all low-sugar grape juice means that they've added more water. <coughs> so there's a high percentage of water. And then it becomes a real shade. The alpha scheme would be have a topic if you could say a goffin on that, because if it's very diluted, then maybe it doesn't have the chashim as it had before. Good question. Yeah. The, the wine at the time of Chazal, it doesn't seem like it was a high alcohol content. It was, much, it was just a thicker concentrate. In other words, they, they didn't add water in the beginning, so it was a much thicker concentrate. So people couldn't drink it because it was like a syrup. Mm-hmm. It was too, too strong to drink, not because it was too high in alcohol content. And that doesn't happen today? Today, they, I think they, uh, they regulate and they make the wine that uh, it doesn't, uh, they don't, uh, when, they, when, they, when they originally make it, I think they add water to it or whatever it is, to, or how many grapes they put into each thing. It doesn't become that thick. It's like, well, it seems like from the Gemara that the concentrate they used to have then was very similar today. You can get what they call a tarkiz, like a concentrate of a juice, which is, it needs to be diluted. Normally, one to six, which is like what they're talking about in times of Gemara, or one to four. And I was that it was just too thick and too syrupy to drink. So it seems like it was the same thing there. Um, you're right, as far as the alcohol goes, so then um, normally alcohol wine doesn't get more than 15 or 16 percent. It's, it's, it's uh, the, the, like you said, the bacteria which causes it to conquer more than that. And then there's a big question, if a person makes brandy, which basically means they distill it, and then they can get the alcohol content to go much higher, is that still called wine as far as wine goes? Because now it's been tampered with, so to speak, with something which natural wine wouldn't do. But the mice of most persons can hold that a grape brandy is wine, it's just a stronger wine. And therefore, if a person wanted to, they could, basically, the broth would be a goffin. And if a person wanted to, they could make kiddush on brandy as well. Grape brandy. Grape brandy. Grape brandy is a goffin. A goffin? Yes. Grape brandy. The only grape brandy. Right. I got also for the people who are looking for something to get drunk on the Purim, which is wine-based, so then brandy is a much better option because it's much stronger and it's, it still doesn't matter that it's called wine. Okay, just as an aside. Do they sell grape brandy? That's the first thing. Now the next thing is, um, what, 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 when you're talking about... Uh, the kinds of wine, so it's interesting. There's a Rambam who holds not allowed to use white wine for Kiddush, even but he have it. It's a, which is it's a big Khumra. Um, he holds that the, when the Gemara said that a person, Altair Yankee, so other person which is red wine, it's not just a Lechatchila, he means even but he have it, you not get it in white wine. We don't pass him like that. We pass him that a person is allowed to use white wine or white grapes for Kiddush, even though the Mason is a, there is a, a, a Hidur. In using red, but Lemaisa, it doesn't, it's not ma'akiv, and if a person prefers or has only white wine, they can use that for Kiddush as well. This, this postic that holds only. So that's also no problem. Um, now, the next thing is wine which wasn't diluted in times of the Gemara. So Lemaisa, if a person uh, for some reason wanted to make Kiddush on wine which hadn't been diluted, Darach is also, it's wine, he can make Kiddush on it. Um, obviously, it's better to dilute it because. Uh, it, it's something a person is more able to drink, 
but uh, even if a person didn't, he would still be able to use it for wine. As far as today, it's not a shriach, the person will point out today our wine is already not as thick, and therefore we don't need to dilute it, we can drink it as it is. Even now, even that's the halacha, there are some people, especially by some of the Sfarim and Hagim, is that is, they still add water to the wine just to, because the din was that person had to dilute the wine for Kiddush, they still do that. Even if it's a few drops, they add a bit of water to the Kiddush cup, Kiddo has a din of diluting the wine. But like I said, most people do it, it's a Khumra. It's not, it's perfectly good with that. What is the measurement? Is it, is it 1 in 61? Is it a problem? Or if, too much dilution? Yes, the, the measure of the amount of dilution is if it's more than 6 parts, not a liquid, or maybe specifically water to the wine, then it's not called wine anymore. That's at 61. Right. Okay, so that's what does it mean it come from? Did some people add water to the bottle? Which is what it makes. It's the same idea. It's just, it used to be I had to dilute it first. The idea of diluting by adding a bit of water. But uh, like we said, since now wines aren't so strong today. Say? It's not mamtik the dinam or something. Could be. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. But uh, the what's what's brought is that it's, uh, the the din used to be had to had to dilute it, but. It's impossible not to do that. Okay, so that's, uh, that's as far as the addition goes. Now the question is, what about wine, which, uh, let's say, halakhically, is, is, has been considered downgraded. For example, wine which is mevushal. So the reason why the halakhi, that wine which is mevushal, is not no longer something which could become yainesech, is because it's considered not good quality wine anymore. And therefore, uh, we're not that the guy would use it for Zavayrizara because it would be an insult of Zavayrizara to use a wine which is, has been downgraded. And that's why it saves the halakhic from it to use wine in the On the other hand, it's less harsh of a wine. But uh, even though that's the case, the main salakh is it doesn't make a difference. A person's allowed to still use it for, um, a person's allowed to make a government to make a government. It's not a, it's, it doesn't spice it. Uh, that's the, that's the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, it does bring a second opinion of some of the Rishonim. And they hold that you can't Makadish, that even though it's a Gofen, you can't be Makadish on, on Yahya Mavushal. We don't pass them like that. We, we pass them that a person can be Makadish on Yahya Mavushal. And most of the, the wines today um, actually are Yahya Mavushal. And this is the, the regular Kasha wines, the Kiddush wines. On Vushal, and we pass them like the, the shit that holds, and there's no problem using the animal Vushal for Kiddush. The question, a lot of them, they say... What's called Vushal? How hot does it have to get? Because a lot of wines pasteurize just to kill infection, but that's only until 70-something degrees Celsius, I don't remember exactly, 70 what? Someone in the 70s, and that harakhi is, is not called Vushal, called Tzorkai. In other words, it could get hotter than that. And so most boys can hold that pasteurization isn't enough to be called Vushal, which means if it had been pasteurized and touched by a goy, it would still be a problem. On the other hand, there's not a bushel. So if you don't want to uh, rely on, let's say, the hetzer, which is not a problem to, but if a person doesn't want to use the bushel wine, pasteurization, we don't call bushel. Bushel has to be something which is like a shlomazam, right, and shivas, something higher than that. It's not just part of the process of the, how they make the wine. By pasteurizing it, it's actually cooked to a hotter temperature, and then we call that, uh, we call that bushel. Okay, so that's the dinner of Yami Vashal. And the Racha is, as we said, even if it's considered a downgrade in the quality of the wine, the main Racha still is that we are allowed to make, we are allowed to use it for Kiddush. Now, another thing which is brought 
is what about wine which is left open? Yain Megule, wine which is left open. So in the time of the Gemara, it was also to drink it. It's called a Sakana. Nothing to do with Kiddush. No, it's altogether also to drink. It's called a Sakana. And the reason why is because snakes were very prevalent. And because of that, you leave a drink open, the snake's going to take a step and might inject venom into it at the same time. And that's why the Arachim is any drink which snakes might drink from. It's not just wine, it's water too. And milk and honey and whatever it's going to be that snakes might drink. Then you have to be cautious if it's left open, even for a few minutes. They have been watched because maybe there were snakes you know, all over the place and maybe the snakes wanted to drink and they have a, a source of liquid, they're going to help themselves. And that's why there's a general hakpada always not to leave drinks open. And if the drink was left open, to throw it out because it was called a sakana. Question uh, Is that real? Like if a snake drinks and some venom can seep out from their fangs? Or you know, a lot of times you have like Baba Mice says that they didn't want you to do it, so they had some story that he told the, the girls in Beisako, you know, but, but there no, was a the deeper Gemara. meaning to it. Uh, it could happen, the Gemara says it. Especially the snake had eaten something else first. So even if it wasn't injecting venom, there still was venom on its fangs. Bats, the Gemara, the Shulchanach himself asks already, and you're there, that today we don't have a problem of Gilui because today we don't have so many snakes. So there isn't a real hashash. And if you leave your drink on the table and come back in a few minutes later, that there's been a snake who's been taking steps because we don't have so many snakes. And because of that, the Shachadarach says that today we don't have to be macro bakiri. Um, but he says, nevertheless, bakiri should do. And that's not so well known. When it comes to kiddush, a person does actually macro bakiri. And because since he's using it as a mitzvah, then, it's not, then once this was considered to be something which was uh, undrinkable, we shouldn't be using it for a mitzvah. So even a person is allowed to use it. We're not cautious nowadays for drinks except wine. Except for Kiddush. Except for Kiddush. For Kiddush. We're not for Kiddush. Right. Go here, go out, come back in two right. hours. Right. According, according to the Shulchan Aruch. The Vilna Gaon and Chaznish both held that uh, a person does still have to be Machmer and Gili. And they were. Kiddush uh, very Machmer and Gili. Not to go outside a room and leave a drink unattended. It was left open. But I guess that there is such a shetah, but the Shulchan Aruch clearly holds not like that. And he holds it today, we don't have to worry about Gilui. But, uh, but even so, like he's, the Shulchan Aruch himself says that when it comes to Kiddush, a person does have to be Choshesh and not leave drinks open. Now, what does that mean? In other words, firstly, how long are we talking about and in what way do they leave it open? You know, as people ask the question, they left the bottle open, for example. Not the cup, but it's in the bottle, they forgot to put the cap on the bottle. Is there a problem of Gilui? So the Halacha is, and the Shulchan Aruch brings it here there, Anything which is big enough for a snake to get into could have gilly. So, and it could be small stakes. So if it's a normal a normal size bottle, which technically is not so small, that's a little snake might get into that, then yes, there would be a problem of gilly. If you're talking about something which is a much smaller hole, um, either there was like a, a like something was partially covered, whatever the case would be like that, um, so then it would be too small for a snake to get into, or it would be like a netting over it, even the holes in the net, there's no snakes going through that, so then it's not, that's considered covered. Similarly, snakes don't seem to be very uh, bright. In other words, it doesn't have to be a cover which the snake can't open. The boys can bring the chaznish, it's very macho, it says, but if you put a piece of paper on top of it, it's good enough to consider it covered. Um, can you read the reason was because even if the snake would come, he wouldn't replace the cover, so you'd see he was there. So you have a similar, he wasn't, not that he can't get in, but you'd see he wasn't there because you see it hasn't been moved. Inside the fridge is considered covered. Inside right? the fridge is considered covered. It's brought time another yeah, person. Right, it's fine because next I get into fridges. So the, the whole fridge is sealed. 
So that's not a problem. It's brought from first in the person inside the fridge is in the problem of giddy. But now the question is, what about if a person is at the meal and the cup's open? Is there a problem of giddy like that? Yeah, that's because I'm watching the cup. It's next to me and I didn't see he's next. So even if it spends some time being open, um, the chara that's not called giddy. It's not called giddy because the mesa, I was, I was with it. I didn't abandon it. And in I can see that nothing happened to it. So that would be a okay as well. The chashash just is if a person leaves the table for some time and leaves wine uncovered, so then a person should use the kiddush. And the one time, I was trying to think of an example which is very shriach, for those people who never said that, pour the cup for Yahu, and they leave it till the next morning to make kiddush. Mm. So that's a very good example of giddy. Because uh, you've, you left the open cup overnight and come back for the next day, and it was left out for hours. That's something some like people do? Some people would do it with a kiddush of Yahu. Yeah. So the middle was it's Jesus for Kiddush and Shah and Pais of Money. Oh, so if you leave it open, so you're from Gilly. So you can't use problems So you have a problem with Gilly. Maybe a couple of guys have a problem. Because I'll go. I'll go. So yeah. So there would be so but to leave it open is a problem with Gilly. And if you don't put it back in the bottle, it's covered. Because like we said before, as long as it's covered, it's not a problem of being of Gilly. Okay, that's the that's the dinner of Yain Mukhada. Um it's brought that if it's only for Ktsasman in the national Mukhaba, that's not a problem. And the person has like wonder what's considered a Ktasman that we don't have to worry about getting. But the what it means is if I went like left the uh, bottle on the table and I went to wash it this day and I came back again, we're not gonna call that giddy. It has to be something which is a bit longer than that. Um but for those who wash before Kiddish. Then it's not from Bikhna. But if you wash after Kiddish, if I would let's say leave the bottle uncooked or open I went to wash it, I came back. Yeah, well, either or. But that's considered the Chayat Aksasma, and we don't have to be concerned about Gedi. I mean, the Mishnah says, Kedesh, uh, right? Kedesh, Yetzir, Rachash, Rachash, Arzana, Kliyavu. Right, that's when they were the snakes, a lot of the places, and there's much more that even. Right. Now it's going to be more meaningful. Right. You went to a it's not Kiddush, it's not a problem, but if you would be Mahmoud, the Chazanish, then yes, that would be called Kiddush. Right. If a person's in a place where there's a prevalence of snakes, so then the problem goes back again, because if they are attacking snakes, then you have to worry about them. But in most places, in built-up places, for sure, where there aren't that many snakes, so then, like we said, that is not such a problem. Okay, the next thing is um, wine which has started to spoil. It's, it started to spoil, so at what stage do we still consider it wine? And what stage do we say it's not on wine? So the Gemara talks about this. The Gemara says that when wine starts to spoil, it loses its, its, its smell, its odor, before it loses its taste. So it's a concept of ran, which is reichira, which means it still tastes like wine, but if you smell it, it smells off. It smells funny. That's the is. Um, you know, you can't do that for Kiddush. You can't do it for Kiddush um, because it's, once again, it's not something which a person would use in the Chathchira to serve a Chash of a guest, and therefore we shouldn't be using it for a mitzvah either. Um, that's, and therefore, he holds that it's also for Kiddush, and the Mishnah says, in five dollars, it doesn't make a difference, it's also being used for a mitzvah. The same thing would apply over there. Now, what happens if a person uh, makes Kiddush on the bottle of grape juice, which is like at the fridge, and after he makes Kiddush, he sips it and he says it's gone bad. It's sour, it's, it's, it's spoiled. So what did he do then? So the Nalak is he wasn't yet a Kiddush. You can't make Kiddush on, on, without a coast. So now the Nalak is like this. If that was his, the only thing he, he, was, he wasn't intent to drink 
in the eyes of the grape juice, the wine during the meal. He's just intending to make Kiddush. And now he finds that the cup that he was making Kiddush on is actually not wine. It's spoiled wine or it's vinegar or whatever it is. And it's not drinkable. And he wasn't able to Kiddush. It means he has to go find new wine and start again. Make a go and again and make Kiddush again because uh, he made Kiddush without, uh, without a coast. So, and he, since he didn't have another coast in mind, so then the Kiddush wasn't yet there. Uh, and the matter, the, the, I mean, the coffin wasn't yet there because it, it was, there wasn't something to drink. And the matter wasn't yet the Kiddush either. But, uh, but uh, if in the case where, in the case where, let's say, he drops the cup uh, of wine. It was a cup of wine, but he dropped it before he could drink it. So now he's going to have to make, if he's going to both find grapes and fill it up again, so he'll have to make a new agafin because it wasn't the case he made a bracha on, but he doesn't have to make kiddush again because he made a bracha on a case of wine. And therefore he doesn't have to repeat the kiddush, just the agafin. Um, but if he had the rest of the bottle in front of the table, or he was intending to drink more during the meal, so his dice and agafin wasn't just for the cup now, it was for you know, for future cups too, or the, the bottle was here, so he had dice in the bottle also, then he doesn't have to repeat because... The master he has a uh, you know his his his, um, his would have covered uh, the other the other rest of the bottle or or the other drinks he wants to have later on as well so then they would then there wouldn't be a problem here. Okay, that's uh, that, that's as far as um, if the wine isn't good wine if it's spoiled wine. Now there's sometimes there's parts of the barrel of wine which weren't as good. For example, the when Gemara says. When a person opens a new barrel of wine, so then there's that kinds of what we call kmachim, which is like a whitish kind of looks like flour, which settles the top of the barrel. So if you're going to take the top, le- skim the top layer of the wine off, you're going to get these little bit white specks in the in the wine. Obviously, if you strain the wine, you'll take them out. But if it hasn't been strained, I think it comes from the fermentation. It leaves like a white residue on the surface of the wine. With the gemara calls kmachim. So there's mechlokes from the shulchan aruch and there are more. If a person can make kiddush and wine, which still has these kamochim in it, and the shulchan says you can, the Ramah says you have to strain it first. Um, when you're talking about the wine at the bottom of the barrel, so the, uh, the wine at the bottom of the barrel is likely to have the sediment in it, which means like bits of the grapes still in the wine. That tadafa is when a person can make kiddush in it, even though again it's not the most maybe mohuda wine, but the man says no, no one's going to argue that's called wine, and therefore you're allowed to you have to make kiddush in that, you don't find any. They're arguing about that. That's the uh, similarly wine which was made from raisins, or wine which was made from soaking the shmarim, which is a, the sediment with water, and it gets the flavor of wine. So that's also all you know, person uses for kiddush as well. Okay, that's all when a person has wine. When now, how do you make wine from raisins? I've heard of this, but you just soak it, but you don't have to let it ferment. It just no, you have to ferment. It takes time. Oh, okay. A few days at least. That's the takes time. Days. Until, yes. Uh, not much. Uh, as much as that but it has to be a, first it can't be too much it has again not more than one it has to be not more than six times water to the resins or else it's lost it's, it's over diluted okay. and you have to give it, give it enough time that the flavor of the resins gets absorbed by the water okay, okay that will be considered a often too in times when people didn't have wine and they were looking for something now that they could use to for kiddush that's, that was always uh, the easiest way to do it was to buy raisins and soak them for long enough that you can call the to call the the flavor in the water raisin wine and that would be something of a condition. Now that's all as far as if a person has wine. If a person doesn't have wine, so the nalacha is a person can use chadus like we spoke about last time. A person can use chadus to make kiddush instead. Um, 
and the Shachanah Paskans that if a person doesn't have wine and has the option between making Kiddush and Nechada or making some other beverage, so the Dines of Shachanah Chizma and El Shabbos, it's better to make Kiddush on Nechada than on a different liquid, whereas in Shabbos Day, it's better to make Kiddush on on, um, on a different on a different chamar, a dinner, a different drink, rather than nechala. And as far as that is, because if on Shabbos day, if a person is going to make hamotzi nechala, there's nothing else to say. There's no other bracha, so then it doesn't look like he's doing anything different for Shabbos. It's just like a regular meal. It's not like it's a kiddush. But imagine if I take a different drink and I say this, I drink it before the meal. It's clear I'm doing something to show that it's bimkom kiddush. Whereas on El Shabbos, when there's another bracha to say, Makadash Shabbos, and Vayichul, or whatever it's going to be, so then we made it, even if I say on the Chala, it's still Nikah that I'm making Kiddush, and it's still Nikah that I'm making Kiddush, and we made it, I can make Kiddush on the Chala. Well, what's Tachlis the process? You wash first? So how do I do that? I'll wash, I'll say Vayichul, we will come on my and I'll say Hamaiti, then I'll say the bracha of Makadash Shabbos, then I'll eat the Chala. And I can be answered like that as well, and uh, like we saw, as Machlokas Rishonim, if a person can do according to that, and therefore, obviously, if a person has wine and prefers wine, um, a person should make Kiddush on wine. If a person doesn't have wine, he can't get wine, so he's meant to make Kiddush on Chala. And like we saw, if a person could get wine, but he actually prefers Chala, so then we saw the discussion in the post game if he can choose to rather make Kiddush on Chala because he likes it more or, or not. Um, okay, so that's the dinner of making Kiddush on Chala. Now that dinner only works on El Shabbos because Beatsim you can make on bread as well. It doesn't look for Avdala because Avdala wasn't it kind of on food, Avdala was not kind of drink. And if that's the case, the person has only one choice, so the person can say, you should give Avdala because he doesn't have an option for Avdala. Whereas for El Shabbos you can run Kiddush on the Brachal and that works as well. Does that ever happen today if people only have one cup of food? Uh, does it happen? It happens sometimes with Avdala cups of grape juice. They find themselves stranded for Shabbos, they were, or they were intending to get somewhere, and they find themselves in the middle of nowhere. So maybe they can get bread, but they can't get wine. And now you have to make additional what you have. So they're not making additional chal. You can make a dollar on beer, or other yes. coffee? Yes, uh, right. whatever's called chal and medina. So we have to talk about what's called chal and medina, that a person can make uh, habdala or kiddush on Shabbos day. Let's say if he doesn't have another option, on chal and medina. Now, again, chal and medina is also the second best option. If a person is wine, they're meant to use wine. Which means that even a lot of Hasidim have a minak to make Kiddush Shabbos day on Shnaps, um, the Mishnah word doesn't like it for two reasons. Number one, it's that it's not as the Chachir as grapes or so wine. And therefore, a person, if he has a grapes or wine, should rather use the grapes or the wine. Number two, a Kiddush Shabbos has to have a shin. And therefore, to use a shot glass, is much less than the Shir Revis, which you meant to have. And uh, most people aren't down for drinking a Revis of, of whiskey, so they're feeling better of having grapes or so wine, because that way. Because that way um, you have the shear and you have the better liquid. The reason why they do it is the Shulchan Aruch and The Shulchan Aruch holds that the shear of people drink of wine is a release. The shear people drink of, of whiskey is much smaller. So um, it's just we have to make it the shear, which is the normally amount drunk of that substance, uh, to give it the shear. But once again, it's, we still have a problem that it's not as the Chachira. The Chachira is always valid to use wine for Kos Baruch and other things. And that's why here also it's better not to use whiskey or any other drink like that for Kiddush, it's better to use wine. I know that the ladies make Kiddush and coffee because they don't want to drink grape juice for whatever reason. Again, it's not Lachat Chila. If they can't, or if uh, specifically they're pregnant and the sugar content of the, of the grape juice of the wine makes them sick, so then they want to do something which isn't sugary, okay, then if they can't drink it, then yes, there is an option of using Chama Medina, but like I said, it's not meant to be um, the Lachat Chila option.
What is Chama Medina? We'll talk about this quickly because it's you do that there's three stages in discussing Chama Medina. It's a sugi we'll talk before Pesach because there also for other questions we get to the same question of people who for every reason can't avoid drink wine, what can they use for Chama Medina? So then the question is like this. First it has to be a drink which is Chashev, which means anything which is not called Chashev gets taken out of the picture. And therefore water, even if it's a soda water or mineral water, is not considered Chashev, so you can't use water for Chama Medina. A lot of questions must hold. You can't use something which is a concentrated mix with water for Chama Medina, because that also, that's not, that's not a double Chashev. So what do you have to take out of the picture? Similarly, um, uh, that's the first thing. Oh, so I'm going to talk about coffee in a minute. Now, so that's the first look at it. The second look at it for Chama Medina is that it's something which is commonly drunk. And therefore, things which are exotic drinks and not commonly drunk drinks, it's not the Chamar of the Medina, it's not the drink of the place. So then it also is going to be Chama Medina. And uh, now the question is, how commonly does commonly have to be? Does that mean that everybody drinks it? The majority of people drink it? And how often do they drink it? And that's always the question. The Gemara spoke about beer, but that was because in Babel, that's what they used to drink. It's clear that lots of times they didn't have wine in bubble, so much they had beer from dates, because they had dates in bubble, a lot of them. And they used to make the Iraqi dates, they used to make them into beer. And uh, they made it that was considered the regular drink in bubble, which everybody drank. There weren't too many alternatives. And they made it, that's called common Medina. Maybe in some parts of Europe where everyone drinks beer also, they could drink. But the question is in places where we don't have that, everyone in the population is drinking one drink. So now it becomes a question, what's called common Medina? They wanted to say maybe in America, orange juice is Chama Medina because most people drink orange juice in the morning. Uh, but in the questions here in Eretz Israel, here in Israel, what, what, what drink would we say most people drink? Beer. Beer. Sorry? Beer. Most people beer. don't drink beer so much. Maybe. Water, but paddle doesn't work because paddles are concentrated with water. So we can't beer, I don't know if you're drinking beer that much. Uh, That's not a normal the Moroccan Arak. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, even orange juice isn't so popular here like it's in America. So the person is wondering like, what's going to be called Chama Medina, uh, Chama Medina in Israel. The Moshe already held Chama Medina, is not Chama Medina because he held that it's a cheap drink. It's not something that you're going to chashev, give someone a chashev. And now the big question becomes... Also it's water-based. And it's water, yeah, it's a mix of water. The big question is coffee. Coffee. Because here most people would drink coffee. And uh, you would serve a guest coffee, so that would be chashev. And now it just comes to the big question is, well, how do we consider coffee? Is coffee also basically a concentrate with mixed with water? Or do you say, no, coffee is something chashev. It doesn't, it's not just a, a syrup which I mix water into. Uh, it has a chashevus, it's true, I need to add water to make to bring out the flavor, but it has a chashevus. And this isn't, a, funnily enough, this is a big argument in the post scheme, not in Kiddush. It's a machlekes in Bishalakim. If a guy makes me a cup of coffee, can I drink it? Because... This is exactly the Mechlokas. The Yavitz holds, no, you can't. Coffee is a Dava Chashev. It's It's made by a guy, you can't touch it. It's awesome. And the Pishchat Shubha brings a price can argue with that. And they say, what are you talking about? It's water. You just flavor the water. And that's where it's the Mechlokas over here. Which means if you look at coffee as primarily just water with the flavorant, okay, so then maybe what you consider Chashev, it'll be from Pishlakum, but also you can't use Chashev Medina. But if you consider coffee to be, no, it has Chashevus. The water is just there to boil the coffee beans, but Lemais says the, the, the coffee is a double chashev, so maybe it would be Chama Medina, but then you'd have a problem with Bishalak. It's, uh, it's, it's the same, the same Machlekes. Especially yeah. now that you, you can be expensive coffee. I mean, you have Starbucks, I don't know, but you know, they, 
Right, 100%. So that's the question. If you consider it chashev, then maybe that should be called a chalamadina. So if a person needs a chalamadina, maybe that would be the option of what they'd be able to use. Um, again, in, in a case where, when, when, for whatever reason, wine wouldn't be an option, whiskey, pashas isn't a chalamadina. Just because most people aren't drinking it. It's too expensive. It might be chashev, but it's not a regularly drunk drink. And that's why also we see that, that uh, could, uh, when Hazal spoke about it, spoke about beer or things like that, which were more commonly drunk, not things which uh, were like uh, something which was restricted to uh, only people who could afford it, which wasn't the common drink of the place. Okay, so that would be the dinner, like I said, as far as common dinner goes, um, which when a person, for whatever reason, doesn't have one or can't use one, so then, um, so then he'd be allowed to use that for Shabbos day because there we don't have an option of using the chalice, we have to use another drink, which which we'd look for. And then again, the, the idea should be the same, that he'll, he'll drink a shia, he'll have a case of revis, and drink a rave revis, or the chalice or whatever it's going to be, and that way he'll be able to kiddush with that. So what would be an example? Some places in the world, beer would be an example. If that's here. Here they're talking about coffee. Coffee. Coffee, maybe that would be the idea, because at least we, it covers the basis of Something chashev and something which is commonly drunk. Milk? Milk by itself, no. No, okay. But if you're going to add milk to the coffee, yeah. Well, why not? If tea is a commonly drunk drink, it's the same shayla. It's considered a flavor to water. Or is a drink chashev is in its own right. But if you're going to call it chashev, it's not for sure. If that's a commonly drunk drink, then it's going to be the same category also.